0: mother is believing. At least I
1: have a
2: husband, you know. Does anybody he believe that? Oh. Does anybody here believe
1: that? Oh. We are from Arkansas, no. <laughs>
0: Okay, episode 15 this makes it the jackson episode Mm -hmm. jackson was the very first birth we ever saw in one of the specials so we've Hmm. officially hit now the kids that we watched being born okay so here we go we're about to run out of kids here soon okay so today's episode is called duggars learn to drive there shouldn't be a plural it should be dugger but uh, (laughs) um And it premiered November tenth, two thousand eight. So the episode starts off with yet another very obvious product placement. Oh yeah. That I don't like. I said I, I just, I wonder if I even noticed this when I was younger or not. I'm not sure. I just don't think
1: you paid attention.
0: Probably not. Like I, I didn't give a shit. Now I'm like, huh? It's very obvious. So it's a scene with Jill and Michelle and they're cleaning this one small side of a cabinet and it's very random. It's like such an odd place to be like, We're gonna film you cleaning the side of this cabinet. And they're like
1: both cleaning the corner. <laughs> the same of it, yeah. side
0: of the same cabinet. Like it's it's funny. And they've got spray bottles of Pledge Multi Surface. Yep. Of course, labels out, very mm-hmm. much holding it like in a way that it's like out there. Yep. And Michelle says I think keeping a house clean is difficult, but it's very difficult when you have many more people, especially when those are a lot of little people. (laughs) So then she talks about how the first three months of pregnancy, she's really tired and nauseous. So she doesn't do as much uh, cleaning around the house.
1: As
2: much.
0: We know, Michelle. We know. But also, I really don't think it stops at three months. I don't think she does the bulk of the cleaning anyway. So I think it's just so funny that um, she acts like that changes. Because she says, but she makes up for it at the end of, you know, with nesting. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Sure. Sure. Okay. So then it switches over to Jim Bob. And he's going to go take Ginger out for a driving lesson. So Ginger becomes basically the topic Of Mm -hmm. conversation, right? So then, there's a talking head of Michelle, 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 and she calls Ginger bubbly, expressive. I'm like, God, I called her expressive too. I called her the same (laughs) thing as Michelle, bubbly, expressive, and loves life. I don't think she
1: necessarily knows what bubbly (laughs) means.
0: It's like compared to your kids, yeah. The rest of them, yeah. So she says she's like the woman with a million expressions. We just laugh. She says she's a fun person to be with, and you, and yet she can be very dramatic. And it's yeah. like she really emphasizes dramatic. Very dramatic at times. It's really cute to watch her personality as she goes into maybe a situation that is a little stretching for her. And to watch her how she handles it is quite fun and entertaining.
1: I she provides a light amount of teenage angst what she rolls her eyes at her siblings you know what i mean like that's nothing compared but, to
0: but i've said even like when i talk about open oh, here she is getting angsty like yeah. it's really not even bad it's just Mm-mm. compared to the rest of them yeah we see angst and i could so i guess i could see in a way how to them she's bubbly as shit but like she's really not that bubbly <laughs> like she's really not So then it switches to a scene where Lego is telling Michelle that they're going to go practice Mm -hmm. for for her to go driving. And did you notice how Boob has his arms? Mm -hmm. Like, he's, like, he's, like, holding Ginger's, like, shoulders. Yeah. And the look on Ginger's face, like, (laughs) is so funny. And she's kind of doing, I'm trying to think of, like, how do I describe it so people can kind of visualize? Like, she's, like doing like the smush lips where you like raise your eyebrows too and like mm-hmm. your eyes get bigger kind of like yeah like yeah d- i'm trying to see can you visualize that but she's just kind of like mm hmm. like
1: it's like the not wanting attention smile yeah kind of where you kind i, of, it's like I the will die of, on go ahead. go ahead go ahead i will die on this hill people singing to me on my birthday is the worst thing i've ever experienced it's so uncomfortable because I'm like I don't know what to do, I don't know what to say, I don't know who to look at. Who do I, do I smile at people as they're singing words at me? Like it's weird.
0: So you make ginger face while you're getting I make, too. I
1: totally make ginger <laughs> face.
0: It's the smushing of the lips in the straight across kind of way.
1: Yeah, and like you the know. light shrug.
0: Yeah, like you're like, mm, and your eyes get bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then cousin Amy is back, and this is the first time we've seen her since I, isn't it, since the uh, skydiving? I think yeah yeah so we haven't seen amy in a couple of episodes but she's back and jim bob is teaching both amy and ginger how to drive stick shift Mm -hmm. and it it basically goes how you expect amy goes like really fast over hills and things and she's just like oh my god you know whatever and they're doing this all in the front yard and then after
1: don't you mean the middle of nowhere
0: yeah oh i'm sorry i'm sorry Mm -hmm. (laughs) middle of nowhere but they do have quite a bit of like hills and stuff on their yeah. land, so I was kind of like, should they really be going this fast over these hills? <laughs> like, and then it was Ginger's turn, and Ginger said she was scared to try because Amy freaked her out, yeah, and added to her stress levels.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel like Amy in this scene was very, her like need for attention was showing. Oh yeah, yeah, because it was like every person that does it, and they're like making more noise and being extra like over exaggerating their emotions in the moment to get some attention it was a little rough
0: and you know you know i said i remember back being like i'd be friends with amy yeah i specifically remember when she says like oh is this with the shifty deal and i remember thinking oh that's something i would say because i would say <laughs> shifty deal so it's kind of cringy when i go i'm like oh it was stuff like that that i was like i could be friends with amy <laughs> So then it cuts to Jessa and a talking head of her. And she says, Ginger gets very interesting whenever she is under stress. She makes like all these funny facial expressions. Mm. So everybody is very about Ginger and her funny faces. I should just regularly just just start calling her funny face.
1: Right. Well, in one of those talking heads, uh, Lego hair gave himself credit where uh, he was like, when Ginger gets stressed and alluding to the fact that like she uses jokes to break the tension. like oh, She yeah. starts mm-hmm. making like really comedic comments in the moment to break the tension. And he was like, um, yeah, she she likes to tell jokes when she's in those stressful moments, you know, just like her dad. It's like <laughs> you are telling everybody that you're funny means you're probably not funny. Because, you
0: know, when I think of funny, I think of Jim Bob Duggar.
1: Regular, <laughs> regular uh,
0: <laughs> comedian over uh, here. Oh Yeah, that's what I think of when I think of funny. Uh, But just kind of ending that scene, overall, Ginger does pretty well with the stick shift, apparently. So then, so this episode is kind of funny because you can actually tell that all of the car stuff is all happening on the same day. Mm
2: -hmm. But they're
0: trying to like, they're flipping back and forth a little bit. Right. So then the next scene introduces girls who teach the kids all their violin and piano Mm -hmm. lessons. And it's the two oldest daughters of a family that's a part of their home church, and their dad died in a car accident twelve years ago. It's kind of random that they're just telling us these details, really. Yeah, shows her, them like giving the kids lessons, and then it shows them the youngest two um, just like practicing, like holding like foam. <laughs> violent, that girl like was
1: per- real sickly. Yeah, they're she all- was, She needs some sun, and she needs some like protein. a nutrient. <laughs> yeah
0: do you need a little vitamin a maybe some k yeah
1: she looked rough
0: some sunlight
1: don't break your shoulder putting that uh violin on your neck
0: (laughs) oh but yeah so not a whole lot to this segment as far as you know the music part goes but there is a part where they Mm -hmm. show little four-year-old jackson this is his episode so it's kind Mm -hmm. of ironic Little four-year-old Jackson is sitting in a chair, and he kind yep. of has like trying not to cry face. Mm-hmm. And Michelle says, "Jackson is sitting so that he can listen." Meanwhile, like this kid looks like he's Jackson trying to be. Does a- he not want he to wants do to that. be anywhere else. He's yep. Michelle uh, trying not doesn't want to be talking about hoes. Jackson mm-hmm. is like, I want to be anywhere else right yep. now. And she says, if he sits then he can pay attention and stay out of the way, so he's getting to watch <laughs> ensemble practice. So this is Woo. all about learning obedience and self control. Two character qualities that are very important, right, Jackson? And then right, she, like, Joshy? Yeah, and then she uh bends down and's like like nodding her head. She's like, yeah, like <laughs> yeah, self control. <laughs> it's really, um, it's really cringy. And then she says that she doesn't use timeout because she doesn't have to use it so much because. She doesn't really have to use discipline because she has her kids practice self control.
1: Her exact verbiage about timeout was, "I don't use timeout as discipline; it curbs discipline." I,
0: I was so confused by that wording.
1: Yeah, I was. I think it's
0: like timeout doesn't
1: do anything is kind of what I what i took that but out. it
0: was just an odd way of like putting it where i was like what and yeah. like i even second guessed myself so that's why i didn't write that exactly down yeah because <laughs> i was like the fuck is she saying but uh yeah so that's all we're just touching on that because it's a part of the episode but don't you worry this future deep dive will be all about discipline
2: mm-hmm.
0: so then the next scene apparently josiah saw a robot on the internet on the interwebs you know Mhm. The uh, what was it the Must cake? have been
1: a Christian robot. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. The dangers of pornography. So right. they, you know, they they got through that and he saw a robot instead.
2: Yeah. Christian so, robot.
0: Yes. So Josiah decided he wanted to make one, so he made it out of like random boxes from around the house and it is pretty cute. He did a pretty did good. Did you job. see
1: how hard they were trying not to say that it was Wally?
0: No. The
1: piñata that he made that was a robot found on the internet looked exactly like Wally,
0: but it was pre-Wally.
1: It had ti- it had it tractor pre-Wally? treads. It was boxy. It had the marks like the the little screen and like the speakers that Wally has on like the front top of his box, and like the head of it had like the eye. It looked exactly like Wally. I feel like they were all just trying to avoid saying that he saw it. Oh, do you Wally. know what's true
0: though? But actually now that okay, this is this is stupid. So if this was premiering in November two thousand eight, this was filmed in the summer of two thousand eight. Wally did come out that summer because I remember seeing it the night before I started culinary school, which was in July of two thousand eight. Damn, you're you're right. You're a fucking you cracked the case. He saw Wally on the internet.
1: I've been watching Matt Locke.
0: You you cracked that one. <laughs> So Josiah makes this robot, this Wally,
1: and then they beat Wally up,
0: and they decide to turn into a pinata for Michelle's forty-second birthday.
1: There's at the beginning of this, Lego Hair is standing with her in front of their doorway, inside the house, with like a group of people around them. This is
0: after. That's after actually. Is and it? they're wearing different clothes. So it's like this gets divided into two different segments. So first huh. there's a segment where they're saying it's her birthday for the pinata. And then so she says, This is not a selfish oh. pinata. This is an unselfish pinata. If and- I ever
1: have anything where I can create my own title or my own like like nickname, I wanna be a selfish pinata.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and who what would I be? I don't know. Answer carefully. I, no, But I would have
1: a business card that, said, that would say, Tim Salgado. Selfish, selfish pinata. pinata.
0: Uh, so it's an unselfish pinata, you guys, because there are bags inside with the candy. She's like, we are not greedy and going for all of the candy. No, instead there's bags and you're going to help them find their bag with their name on it.
1: Is this supposed to be a metaphor for churches uh, hoarding tax money?
0: You know, (laughs) I think it is. So she says, and you guys can thank Josiah for making it and Jason for buying all the candy. Mm -hmm. So we got this little kid out here with this three cents of fucking jurisdiction buying (laughs) candy for the whole fucking mass. Mm -hmm. uh, It's very kind of you, Jason.
1: Sounds like he's unselfish, just like that piñata.
0: Seriously. This is an unselfish. (laughs) We're going to be saying unselfish piñata all the time. I can feel it. Anyways, so then, because they're wearing different clothes, and then it goes to the scene Mm -hmm. that you're talking about. Do you want to lead that one?
1: So he's standing in front of the doorway in the house. Which is weird to begin with. (laughs) And there's like a group of people around them that are like family and friends. And it is the most awkward. I should have written it down for word to word. It is the most awkward introduction where he was like fumbling on his words and he was like well you know we're here cuz uh you know it's it's her uh her it's it's a uh, Michelle's Michelle's uh uh 42nd year <laughs> and then she's like it's my 42nd birthday. Like, she had to bail him out. <laughs>
0: She's like, fuck, this guy cannot talk. Oh my God. So, it was again, so get the man a cue card. Get... <laughs> God.
1: I'm like, doesn't she feel special? You stood in front of her friends and family, and then she had to announce her birthday.
0: <laughs> well, did you notice it was self filmed? Yeah. So this was like, obviously the pinata was them being there and they're going to mm. like the crew being there. It's like, we're going to celebrate your birthday. And then it's like on her actual birthday, they self filmed mm-hmm. this. And Jim Bob asks, you know, um, if anyone wants to, if they have anything they want to say about Michelle and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> I have a few things I want to <laughs> yeah, say about yeah. Michelle, but I don't, I'm not sure that's quite what you're looking for, Jim Probably Bob. Not. So, uh, look for you. I wasn't there, but then we get our second appearance from Deanna. Hmm. So Deanna awkwardly, um, Jim Bob's sister, Femi's mother, for people who might need a refresher, Deanna awkwardly holds Michelle's hand, like grabs her hand mm-hmm. and is holding her hand and says how she's such a wonderful sister-in-law and she praises the Lord for her, which is just and, funny compared to the uh, what Miss Glamour Headshot has to say about them these days. It's just <laughs> quite a stark difference. It's yeah. funny.
1: And she was talking exactly like Michelle and it was kind of gross. Just like like she was doing that really breathy, like really high, like demure.
0: Like, do you think that's when like you hang out with your friends and you start talking like them? So she's like, oh, I'm in her house, so I got to be breathy. Probably. You were like, I got to work on being breathy before I get there. You got (laughs) to like get your uh, lungs all, you know, prepped. And
1: then and then Femi, as they're like walking around saying things about Michelle. Femi's like, I've never seen her upset. I've never seen her in a bad mood. She
0: says, I've never heard her yell over and over.
1: Yeah. And it's like, not saying that you should be yelling all the time, but if they've never ever seen you even remotely tiffed, I feel like you're going to have a mental breakdown at some point.
0: Well, and it's like that's also a problem. Yes, like you said, you don't want to watch people walking around yelling all the time. But there's also something else to be said if you've never seen someone upset and you're in your 20s.
1: Yeah, exactly. We don't express our feelings. What you have to do is you have to put them in a ball and you just damn them like you jam them so far down into yourself that it manifests in a mental breakdown at some point.
0: Or extreme constipation. (laughs) So then after that. Are you done with that? Is there anything Uh, else you wanted to add?
1: I was just curious. The only thing I wrote down was if she's never shown that she's upset, I would have loved to be around her during Josh's sentencing. Did she show any emotions? Was she disappointed? Was she pissed?
0: I think they locked her in the prayer closet or the, (laughs) you know, the AV room or something, or like maybe in the little nursery in her room. And I think she, they just left her there to rock in the chair. (laughs) So the next scene is yet another product placement. But this time it's for their own book. And it's their very first book that I reference more than I'd like to admit.
1: And the Lego Duggers. Hair doesn't know the name of the t- of the book.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got it wrong. The Duggars. 20 and count. Like he's staring at the... <laughs> and, he, and he says it wrong. Yeah. And then it's just hilarious because Boob and Michelle are seated at desks for this scene that are mm-hmm. side by side. They're those roll top like wood desks. Yeah. They have two of them that are side by side. So... They're sitting next to each other. And it's just really funny because each desk has a printed off like paper copy of the cover. Yeah. And on Boob's desk it's like it's like leaned up against something so it's like facing out towards the camera. Yeah. And then on her desk it's it's it is down, but there's a point where she's like going over something, like they're acting like they're real busy talking about this stuff. (laughs) And she points to something and then the camera zooms in and it's like the paper (laughs) under it is the cover again. And they're talking about the book and um, how it's made up of mostly questions that they get, and they're just mm-hmm. kind of like compiling questions. Oh well, yeah, so then it just kind of zooms in on the cover, and that's <laughs> kind of it. And he's just like, you know, it's just you know all the questions people ask, and we've just put it all in a book. <laughs> so the next scene, now we're flipped back to the driving because we've been a little all over the the place here. So now they're finally going to actually get Ginger's driving test done. So it's kind of funny because so they get in the car and Boob says, First thing you do is start it up. Couple things here. I love
1: her comment.
0: Couple things here. Number one, she's driven before. She's headed to her driver's test. So yes, she's driven before. I think she knows you need to turn on the vehicle. <laughs> I know that they have had, you know, school around the dining room table across from like the QT cup uh, dispenser.
1: Or you assume uh, that she's not that smart.
0: But I think she's got it. And mind you, you were driving earlier in this episode, which is earlier in the day. So it's like he he's just such a bad actor.
1: You gotta have something to say.
0: You gotta, first thing you do, but the best part is <laughs> she says First thing you do is wait for Joy to move. And then you end up seeing Joy's face kinda like pop up in yep. the in the window next to her. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she, but she's just kinda like, first thing you do is wait for Joy to move. Like yep. it's not super animated.
1: And there was no way, with the way they were sitting, that Lego hair would have seen her outside the the vehicle. So I'm not saying that he should have like mysteriously been able to see at all spots. But he probably wouldn't have noticed anyway. <laughs> he doesn't take care of his kids. Look what happened when they were changing the oil. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be climbing on that rusty metal. It's like the sisters that are stopping her.
0: Yep. So good thing the sister's around keeps joy from getting ran over Johanna from falling down some rickety stairs. So then it goes to a talking head of Jill and Jill says, Ginger is really cool. Personality wise, probably her and I of the four of us girls are the most alike. We get stressed out about a lot of the same things. <laughs> and it's and it's in this moment that I really am like, it came to like, I really realized that like Jill, Jill is a dweep yeah like a dweeb and like here's the thing here's the thing <laughs> like dweeb is probably like the best way i can describe her
1: now what's your definition of a dweeb? okay
0: so here's how here's we're gonna get can into i get it the thing.
1: definition please
0: so i'm not sure if i have a full definition but let me put it in a s- okay so think of like the words dweeb dork and nerd on a scale here nerd is on one end i feel like dork is in the middle and dweeb is on the other end so i feel like dweeb and dork are closer to each other but they're still different
1: Okay, you're telling me what they are in relation to each other, but I need to know what so, they
0: are. So, like, a dork. Like, think of think of just, like, what you think of as being, like, a dork. Like, you're just kind of like, oh, that's a dork. Like, they just do stuff, and you're like, ooh, you just kind of, like, cringe, like, a little bit. But Cri- I feel Okay, like, so the only fortifiable hey, hey, thing you've
1: hey, given me is cringy listen, behavior.
0: Listen, yes, cr- yes.
1: Okay. Cringy,
0: but, like, just kind of, like, ooh, like, just, like, kind of over the top and kind of, like, off. But, like, in off ways, like, off timing. Like, you're just okay. kind of almost awkward. like a, it's awkward is the way yeah but okay. where I, I hmm, if I really have to think about it I feel like maybe almost like a nature versus nurture thing <laughs> I think you become a dork I think you're a dweeb from birth like it's in you
1: <laughs> okay
0: does that make sense
1: not at all no no
0: so how would you describe a dweeb
1: I, I don't know that's why I don't say that word
0: well, she's a dweeb. If anybody's wondering, she's a dweeb. But okay. let me make it clear: there are worse things to be in the world than a dweeb. Agree. It is not. This is not even a um. Like this isn't like a like a bad thing. Like this is. I, this isn't even like real. Like I'm just. It's a, It's merely a fact that she's a dweeb.
1: I'm not saying it's not understandable. I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm not saying that she's off-putting. I'm just saying. You Haven't given me any quantifiable dis- description of what a dweeb is. Well, maybe
0: I'll have to think on it. Maybe next okay. episode I'll have a better description. And but if you guys have say... any,
1: any ideas, reach out to us. All
0: I can say is it's not an I- insult, it's an observation.
1: And she's born with it.
0: Maybe she's born with it. Maybe yeah. she's a dweeb. Yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> <That's> real good. <laughs> um, Points. But I don't know. So to. to, to just describe what her dweeby behavior is like in this scene when she's um talking about ginger so she she just got done saying that they get stressed out by the same things right Mm -hmm. and then she talks about like she almost like mutter jumbles a bunch of stuff where you can tell she's getting at like driving and then all of a sudden getting stressed out by something Mm -hmm. but what i mean by dweeby is that she just makes these like weird noises that she goes like (laughs) (laughs) and then if you remember like in one of the early specials she was the one that when they were talking about waiting in line to get into the bathroom she was like hurry 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 hurry." do you remember that's what i I mean don't you think that's dweeby behavior
1: i mean that's you giving me an example of it so yes i don't know i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just confused
0: it's like the double knee slap that she did a couple episodes ago. <laughs> this is so
1: She has a lot more of her father in her than for her own good.
0: Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's dweeby, but in a... Because I feel like that's Jim a,
1: Bob to a T. Because I
0: feel like a nerd... Here, I'm trying... Now you got me stuck on trying to c- come up with a definition for you. A nerd to me is like, you know a lot about something... Like you're very invested in a topic and you're kind of you're like, oh, that's kind of like a nerd. But like it's more just like invest in something and you're kind of very much into learning a lot of things, whether it be about a character or a movie or school or books. You have like an obsession almost. To okay. me, that's almost like a nerd. Okay. Dork is when you're just like, fuck, dude. Like you're just like a you're just kind of awkward. Mm. But in a more over the top, I think, trying to be like way like that's like. um.
1: So with. Through your definition, I don't know why we're taking so much time with this. I know this through is going your, on for way too long. Through your definition, then I feel like every person goes through a stage where they're a dork.
0: I agree. That's why, like, when you're okay. like, um okay, like in middle school, like you're a fucking dork. Yeah. A dweeb is like you're. Dwe- I feel like if you're a dweeby person, it is within you. It's not okay. a phase. Do you see okay. what I'm saying by the nature versus nur- like nurture? Almost like think, like you're born with it. Yeah. Versus this is going on for way too long. I got no. On. I think
1: it's fascinating though. Because now we know w- when you're talking about something what you mean. That makes sense. So, that was the first time that you've given me. It's the first time I've made sense all day. <laughs> information about what those things mean. That was very well put together. But
0: I was um, put on the spot, so I was really having to come up with my definition right here now. It was great. I've never had to tell somebody what a dweeb was before, so.
2: Mm-hmm. God, Eight I'm out stressed out and now. And Ooh, it again. Damn,
0: I'm like sweating. <laughs> Anyways, not an insult to Jill. It's just an observation. Jill is a dweeb. <laughs> do, 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 you, you, know you I'm talking about though, right? Yeah, in in these talking heads, she gets very like. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so now we're just watching her and Boob driving to go take her test, and then we have yet another Michelle talking head, and she says when she was little and she might get an owie. <laughs> we were just God sidestep. I was not allowed to say owie as a kid. If I said it, my mom was like, "No." Why? we were supposed to call it a sore
1: are you serious
0: my mom hates the word owie i mean i don't love it either
1: but it's also a little kid thing like i feel like yes it's something you grow out of but that's so weird to be like you're not allowed to use this term for it's called a sore that doesn't even make sense now i'm mad at your mom
0: (laughs) um but yeah so i was not allowed to say owie so now i'm saying it
1: that sounds like dwee behavior
0: she might get an owie she she could be the she could be the drama queen it could be a cut that anyone else would have gotten it they would have just gone oh i need a band-aid and ginger would be like oh if i don't get a band-aid and she does like the the back of the hand to the Mm. to the forehead like damsel thing like so michelle's like acting this out oh if i don't get a band-aid says it's the way she expresses herself but she practices self-control and i'm so tired of hearing about self-control she practices self-control <laughs> so in <was> situations <laughs> that's different than the way that the others might do it and she's spunky
1: <laughs> i think she's kind of endearing when she was nervous when when Famie was driving yeah and she was sitting in like uh lego hair was sitting in the middle mm-hmm. um it was like a single cab like truck like f-150 that was that was manual yeah um so lego hair was sitting in the middle with his legs to the right so famie could grab the shifter and she was like gunning it over the hills and stuff and watching ginger be nervous and make jokes was actually pretty endearing yeah you know
0: yeah like i mean i don't like ginger and josiah so far are the front runners for personality jill has personality she's just a dweeb (laughs) <laughs> you know so yeah. anyways i said dweeb back on dweeb i said dweeb <laughs> to one of my friends recently and they're like god i'm gonna start using that word and they're like i never <laughs> hear anybody say dweeb and i'm like it's a pretty good word yeah it feels it's like a very an 80s and 90s very word. forgotten word mm-hmm. dweeb you I'm... i challenge everybody to use it in a sentence this week <laughs>
1: um i've been listening to the uh pod meets world ah yes. boy meets world rewatch mm-hmm. or um with kind of the three actors that are in it, and there's a lot of verbiage like that, and yeah. they reference because the, the first like the first two three seasons of Boy Meets World were like screaming nineties, yeah. If you look back, they hold up, yeah. but they just scream nineties. So yeah, that was definitely a word dingus. Dingus is another insult. Dingus for mink-
0: Minkus was a dingus. Yep. Uh, let's see, where am I?
1: So she Ginger oh. went to get her yeah, so, her driver's test.
0: So they get to the place and Ginger's getting ready to head out for the test and it ends up being this guy because they live in such a small area this guy has done the test for several other dugger kids previously
1: and apparently in arkansas you can get your permit at 14 yeah i was and then you're not allowed to drive an- alone until you're 16
0: yeah so i was thrown off by like because it's just so different here like you have to be 15 and well at least when i did it you had to be 15 and a half 15 and a half to get yeah. your permit and then you could drive but you could drive alone at 16 and then there's other states where even at 16 you can't drive with certain other aged kids and the it's right just, but yeah so it threw me off because it's just different from what i'm used to
1: yeah because there was a point where they were showing ginger do something and i'm like wait how old is she like everybody looks like a baby to me because i'm an yeah. old man <laughs> but i was like she doesn't look like she's like 16 and it's because she's not and like go
0: ahead. oh no it's fine Do you want to finish your thought
1: No, that was it. Oh, okay.
0: Um, Here's a part that I do like, though. So the producer asked Ginger if she's a good driver. And she goes, well, I can drive. Let's put it that way. (laughs) And he says, you're not good at it then? And she says, well, I don't know. It's whoever everybody else. It's whatever everybody else thinks that's riding with me. That makes me a good driver. If I'm a good driver to them, then I guess I am. So I just yeah. thought that was a funny. Where she was just like, "Well, I mean, you could ask me, but like, it's about <laughs> the people who ride with me." Yeah. Which again is more of an answer that you would never more of an answer than you'd ever get out of fucking Jana or something, you know. <laughs> so comparatively, yes, she does have yeah personality. And then Ginger passes, and that's kind of the end of it. Yeah. Anything you needed to add?
1: Um, there was you could tell because it was on, um, because it was on screen and being recorded. Lego hair was being his normal awkward self. And he, um, they opened the little sliding window thing in the office. And he's like, ah, uh Ginger's, Ginger's here to take your driving test. And the guy was like, oh, okay, uh, you know, go outside, get in the truck, you know, turn it on. And I'll be out there in a minute. And Ginger just immediately turns and starts walking out the door. <laughs> She wastes no time. And you could tell that Jim Bob was going to try to go for that, like, motivational father moment on TV. Yeah, he reached for her, and she was, like, out of his reach, so he was like, yeah, he was like, well, uh, good luck, Uh, you'll do do fine, I'll 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 be here when you're done
0: yeah he's like, like i'm waiting right here it's like where else she, are you going
1: <laughs> she literally didn't respond at all and yeah. just walked out and i was like good on you girl
0: and she was just like i And she even said like oh, i wasn't really nervous and i was like yeah she just like he was like go outside and that girl booked it like she was gone <laughs> he said like, oh, i'll yep. be right here yeah where are you going jim Hop? she's got the car
1: <laughs> there was a weird moment where the the cop guy was like you know pay attention to the speed limit like he kept reminding her about reading the sign what did that sign just say and she's like um i don't know what did it it say (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah he's like Um, 25 and she's like okay
1: yeah and then um there's a point where he was like the car behind you's getting kind of mad that you're going the speed limit but don't worry about it just keep going the speed limit it was the camera people yeah it was the camera people that were recording them take this drive so
0: and um she was like Yeah, he was, she's like telling the story in her talking Mm -hmm. head and she's like, it was (laughs) y'all.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So then they get back, they get back to the lot, Um, they pull into the parking spot and they're going through the, you know, the guy's signing, you know, the sheet and then he like stamps it. And it's funny because there's, (laughs) I don't feel like they open the windows or anything. So it's just Ginger and the cop guy in the truck. And then I feel I feel like Jim Bob like ran over there and then nobody opened the window for him.
0: <laughs> he's just standing there.
1: That's what it felt like, because then they they flip to the next thing and it's just him already standing at the vehicle, like just <laughs> waiting. So I'm like, I, how'd think you it's do? I think it's hilarious that he ran over and they were like, dude, we're good. Like, we're, we'll finish this without you. And then he op- they opened the window and he's like, how'd you do? And then you just hear like kind of muffled like she passed. And he doesn't know what to say. He looks at her and then he makes some comment to the cop of being like, well, you're a really good teacher. Like he didn't teach her anything. He sat in the car with her. And, mm-hmm. like, they drove around, like, but he, it's not like he was a driving instructor. I know.
0: This like, was, This wasn't God. a course. Yeah.
1: Awkward, man. He just
0: has to, he's trying to find something to say because he's so mm. awkward. It's like, fill mm. the space, fill the gap, say yep. something, but it's always stupid. Like, yeah,
1: because I feel like he's trying to be profound. Always. Like, come off being this you know motivational father figure and he's just so eloquent and you just you want to you want to do well by him because he's such a motivator and he's the mistake he makes is opening his mouth
0: and i feel like it's the same kind of thing with the body language of the constantly putting the arms on their shoulders of the girls especially i mean he does it. you'll see like with like the little (laughs) boys he does it too but it's like the constant like placing of the hands on the shoulders it's such just like i'm your dad and this is what i'm saying and like oh isn't this great like
1: i'm gonna keep you in a place
0: yep anyways that's it for me
1: i think that is it for me
0: okay so take a small breaky break and then we'll be back with the deep dive
1: this is uh, the Selfish Pinata signing out.
0: Signing off. <laughs> so, for today's deep dive, since the episode largely revolved around Ginger, today's deep dive is also going to revolve around something that happened to Ginger roughly a year before this episode we just watched was being filmed. Mm-hmm. So, we know that the Anna and Pest engagement happened in june of 2008 Mm -hmm. the wedding which is the beginning of next season is in september so we figure somewhere in that in between is when this driving episode was being filmed okay and what we're about to talk about is in july starts in july of 2007 so getting started so apparently uh lego and michelle had a habit of letting strangers or fans into their home. And in Ginger's book, she wrote that they open their arms to everyone, even the most rabid fans.
1: Okay. And when did, just for some perspective, when did her book come out?
0: Like a year ago. Okay. Like last spring of 2021 or something, like May or something. I don't know. Okay. So a year ago. And it was a book that she wrote like with her husband, but whatever. So a lot of times it was larger families that would reach out to them. And Michelle and Boob would invite them over for dinner. And Michelle would ask them a lot of times what they wanted to eat when they came for dinner. Mm-hmm. And, of course, most of the people requested tater tot casserole. Right. Because just from the specials, it had become their their signature type thing or whatever. Yeah. So um, Ginger even talks about how, like, sh- she and other people, like, they came to, like, they grew to hate tater tot casserole because she's like, we had it so often because, yeah, it was something mom made before. But then every time someone came over, we we're having tater tot casserole. Right. But sometimes they didn't just come over for dinner. Sometimes these strangers stayed the night.
1: Okay. Which is awkward.
0: Yeah. It's, it's totally right. weird.
1: And I also feel like outside of their religion... Like, that's just a weird thing anyway. And it almost feels, like, egotistical to be like, oh, we opened our house to these people so they could come and admire us. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yeah.
0: But it's like, so how do we know this? It's because Ginger wrote in her book, it wasn't that I minded giving up my bed to sleep on a couch or eating with strangers. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, you have, okay, not only, not only are you letting strangers Sleep in your house, but th- you're giving them your kids' bed.
1: And don't all your kids sleep together
0: in a d- like this dorm type? So it's room. like, are
1: is there strangers in the room in there with your kids? Well, it's like they have a million
0: couches downstairs, so I'm sure they shove all the kids put
1: every kid or on into the couch. bus
0: outside or something like mm. that or whatever. But the fact... okay, this isn't this isn't like having your grandparents come and stay and you give them your room, which. Isn't that like such a trope in like every like 80s 90s movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the yeah. grandparents like a uh, Christmas vacation or 16 candles yep. like my grandparents are coming now I have to go there sleep in my bed now I have to sleep with my little brother. Like that's mm-hmm. such like a trope. But this isn't that these are fucking strangers. <laughs> and you're letting them sleep in your child's bed cuz what other reason would she have to sleep on the couch if they weren't sleeping in her bed? Right. Because she literally says I not that I minded giving up my bed. That's so fucking weird. So in itself I'm just like that is <laughs> already a big thing right but so it's like it's bad enough that you let your son that you didn't protect your daughters properly from your son and Mm. after all of that that's happened you're still gonna allow fucking strangers into your house to spend the night and sleep it's boggles the mind like (laughs) i can't even believe they're so fucking stupid like think of how many people don't even let their kids spend the night at other people's houses yeah and like you know my mom was very very careful I wasn't allowed mm. to spend the night until I was much older and I always thought my mom was such a drag for it like you know I'm like right. oh my god you're so protective and I'm like I fucking get it <laughs> but then they're letting strangers at their house it's yeah wild but anyways Ginger says that for the most part she such they they enjoyed it because they got to meet new people which I'm sure was thrilling <laughs> for them and most of the visits she said quote were sweet times of fellowship
2: mm great gross
0: yep and that but they did have a few odd visits one of those odd visits was when a family like started whining saying that their house smelled like bleach and ran around and started opening up windows of, in their house
2: yeah that's weird
0: very weird but it gets weirder <laughs> so the second instance is what we're going to refer to as the mystery of the stolen diary
1: Mm, fantastic
0: (laughs) are you excited
1: i am i feel like i'm on an episode of (laughs) scooby-doo
0: so a college girl from out of state apparently had been kind of emailing back and forth with the family and the Duggar, and she told the duggars that she watched the show and that she wanted to meet their beautiful family (laughs) so jim bob says that they thought that they could maybe you know encourage her walk with the lord oh god because you know the ego again yeah Remember, the, they're doing all this for ministry, of course. Yeah. So they invited her over for the 4th of July in 2007. Ginger says that whenever they had visitors over, that it became pretty much like a routine mm-hmm. where they always gave a, a tour of the house. So right. That was just the way it was. So one of the boys, she doesn't specify, but one of the boys gave her a tour along with like somebody else that was there. And she said nobody thought anything of it, and nobody questioned the backpack that she had on. Okay. She then accompanied them to the Springdale 4th of July rodeo parade. Again, they thought nothing of it, you know. This is just one of a million strangers that are, like, (laughs) tracing through their home. And, you know, what could possibly go wrong? Right. So that is until six weeks later roughly so just looking at a calendar and picking six weeks later Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that let's just say it's around august 15th but sometime in like mid-august jim bob gets an email that contains an ebay listing the ebay listing was for ginger's diary (laughs) you want to take a guess how much they were listing it for
1: twelve thousand dollars
0: you ready one hundred thousand dollars wow This ain't fucking Princess Diana. This is not Dolly Parton. This is not Madonna. This is not.
1: (laughs) But this is Ginger.
0: Ginger. Which was even funnier because July 2007. So what we're watching right now is being filmed in July, you know, summer of 2008. This is happening in July of 2007 before they even have the show. Right. So at this point, these people are just that into them from the Discovery specials. The specials. So it's like they're not even. You don't even and i'm saying no with air quotes right now mm-hmm. guys they don't really know the duggars that it's been five discovery specials like once a year right like so it's pretty it's pretty interesting it's all... to me so it's like oh let's sell number one who's gonna who's gonna the cost who, who's gonna buy it anyway number two the cost and at that point they weren't anything so they're gonna be like this random 12 year old girl on a discovery special let's pay a hundred thousand dollars
1: <laughs> it's gotta be some hell of a diary
0: Well, Ginger says, unfortunately, (laughs) but she says that she knew that there was like nothing juicy inside.
1: Well, that was the point that I was going to make. Like, how much are you going to get from a like fundy doesn't get to get out in the world like girl's diary? Yeah. It's all going to be about my brother made me mad.
0: Oh, well, well, so here's the thing. She says that she knew that there wasn't anything juicy in it because I mean, because when you have 762 siblings, you you quickly learn not to write anything personal down, which is kind of sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know we all run the risk of people reading it, but it's like in her, like you know, like they cannot express their feelings in any form. So someone who apparently saw the listing before it was taken down said that it go figure because so the listing was one photo of the front of the book. And then a photo of one page from inside. Just one page. And this one page, apparently the person that saw it before it was taken down, said, go figure. Mama's having a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Juicy. (laughs) Right. Uh, And it had like hearts drawn drawn all over the place. (laughs) So Ginger in her book says that, you know, she was really wasn't concerned about the subject matter. Mm hmm but she specifically talks about how she was embarrassed of her handwriting. <laughs> In fact, she actually says mortified.
1: I was mortified. mortified.
0: Mortified. So this I'm quoting Ginger here, ready? Girls are supposed to have pretty dainty cursive with eyes dotted with hearts. Ugh. Where do you think she learned that from? Exactly. M- Michelle uh writing judges with hearts on over her eyes it's like oh man Jen you got real close you drew the hearts on the page you just mm-hmm. didn't get over the yep. eyes like oh you're so close not girly enough nope so she said instead her handwriting looked like a 10 year old boy which I mean <laughs> I can relate to I have god-awful handwriting as a, I sometimes can't read my own notes in here that's how bad it is
1: it is a little rough
0: it's it's terrible yeah I don't have patience I told him I figured out what it was doing these (laughs) notes sorry guys sidestep sorry I realized I've always just known I had shitty handwriting but it's while working on my notes for the podcast that I realized that while I'm writing I am like so far ahead of what I'm writing that I just get impatient and I don't even think I like finish half my words or Mm -hmm. it's more than cursive it's just mushed tim like tim will i've been like what did i say here and he's like i have no fucking clue no idea. <laughs> anyway it's
1: not even like shorthand it's, just... it's like you're you're halfway through the word and then you start spelling the word that you're thinking rather than what you're writing
0: yeah and i um it's like i have my own um like coding system that even i can't crack it's well, very... apparently yeah
1: i told her she just needs to learn shorthand like a madman secretary So then she could make like really, really, really fast notes.
0: I just get so annoyed with writing because it's not fast enough.
1: But I don't think, I don't think shorthand would be fast enough. I still feel like you would.
0: My brain is just a million places. Anyways. So she said her handwriting looks like a 10 year old boy. And I doubt her handwriting is bad as mine. So anyway, so then they're racking their brains, trying to figure out who possibly could be behind this. So they look at the the seller, but. But the name isn't listed. But they did, however, show the location of the of the seller as being listed as somewhere in Wisconsin. And one of the Duggar boys uh, got his little little Hardy boy going. He he, he got his little mm-hmm. brain going. This little Duggar Hardy boy remembers that the girl from the Fourth of July was from Wisconsin. Okay. So then Jim Bob starts going searching back through their emails with her, and what do you know? Her address is, matches the location, the town Mm. in Wisconsin. So Lego emails her and he tells her that she needs to return it or they would prosecute. So here's their son. He can molest people. Nothing. Stolen diary. Straight to prosecution.
1: Well, I mean, they sent him to a a program, right?
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. Never mind. It was
1: because the lust counselor wasn't certified. That's That's what it was.
0: Yep. Yep. Or they would probably.
1: That is a deep cut from the early days (laughs) of this podcast.
0: But um, they told her that they still cared about her and they forgave her. She actually ended up replying, like right away, apparently, and that she said she would send it back and said, Don't worry, I didn't read it. (laughs) So you you post a picture. I'm sure you didn't read it. Of course not. Like, it's so juvenile. Don't worry, I didn't read it. So, they, ended, they did actually receive the diary back a few days later, along with a 15-minute DVD of her apologizing. Oh, God. That sounds like <laughs> like sitting through that.
1: What would you do for, for 15, 15 minutes?
0: For 15 minutes. I, that sounds terrible.
1: It's like the filibuster.
0: <laughs> Very close. So, Jim Bob says... And quote. The experience provided good lessons to teach the children. First, that you can't trust everybody. And second, that we need to forgive others before they even ask. So a lesson to your kids, but not a lesson to yourself about...
1: <laughs> letting strangers into your house.
0: So they do end up saying that well, we realize we should be like more cautious. Ever, but it's just like, but it's still a lesson for the kids. Not that you guys deeply fucked up by letting weirdos into your house. <laughs> Anyways.
1: When your entire life is like raising children and then also being the school and then also but like being you're playing all these roles like everything has to be a lesson that's why you're standing in 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 a house that's half built going perpendicular Perpendicular. because you're like how do i teach them something because they're not going to get actually accredited teachers to teach them there's no other
0: life lessons there's no like dealing with like other like this is their only opportunity yeah (laughs) So, originally, when I had this deep dive in mind, I was like, oh, I guess it's going to be... I thought it was going to end there. I'm like, okay, this is going to be more of a light snorkel. We're going to mm-hmm. have an early week. But wait, there's more. <laughs> I dug some more. So, let's talk specifically about this little diary thief themselves. Okay. So, she once had a website where she posted photos. She talked about the duggers and various things, and she even posted photos from her visit. The website is gone, so I never got to see it. There weren't any screenshots or anything like that. It's just reading other people talking about having seen it. They said the pictures were really shitty, but you (laughs) could tell that she had actually been there. So that website is gone. But she also was a frequent poster on the Duggar section of Television Without Pity, which is where Mm. Alice posted. And then also frequently on Free Ginger website. (laughs) So, on Free Ginger, now we're just going to switch to talking about Free Ginger. So, over the years, she had several different accounts. She had Unfabulous 81, (laughs) Miss Mandy 1981, and Free Ginger 81. Okay. So, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say she was born in 1981.
1: (laughs) And her name is Amanda.
0: (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of, like, the Intel 1988 password of test and he was like well that's not my oh well and then it's like all his passwords he's been using for 12 fucking years yeah so yeah i'm pretty sure amanda was born in 1981 so then i went back on free ginger and i was able to see some stuff from her free ginger 81 account that was created june sixth of 2008 and the last post with it was in july 2011 which we will get to Now, as far as the other accounts, I couldn't really find much except for one that was a suspected to be her, but not really confirmed. So I kind of just moved on from that. Mm -hmm. But we know those other three to be her. First, let's talk about this Free Ginger 81 okay, or Unfabulous 81. Let's talk about her recollection of going to the house for 4th of July. So she says in the morning... She had pancakes with them for breakfast and she said, and quote, I could taste the sweat and blood from the girls waking up at dawn to make it for like 30 people. Kidding. They were good.
1: Ooh, I feel like I already (laughs) know her personality.
0: So she says it was her and um, like one other family that was kind of like joining in addition as like the guests okay she said that she saw jim bob's dad and then she said she saw a lady doing laundry and she put in parentheses like i think her name is nanny which we know is nana Mm -hmm. um which she specifically mentions thinking it was kind of weird because nobody else was doing any kind of work and then there's just this lady doing their laundry (laughs) right (laughs) um and then she does mention that she saw a contractor the contractor guy from the special which would be Clark Wilson okay so I'm wondering if that other family that she's saying joined was the Wilson family mm-hmm. I'm just putting two and two together but yeah that's my guess but doesn't really matter so then she says that going to the parade was a blur but that she was quote fascinated by the fact that I was sitting next to Ginger and she didn't get on one of those horses and right away free then she said that she tried to give pests her used gum and then he said to her that he didn't want ABC gum. And she talked about how she was so happy that he knew what that meant and that the younger good, the younger kids really enjoyed that joke. So she's given Pester used gum or attempting. So that's really all I could find about her visit. I'm sure there was more on some of those deleted um, you can, accounts.
1: You might try the Wayback
2: Machine. I tried. I had trouble. Really? I did. I did. Damn.
0: I did, and like other people had stuff from before that were screenshots that are now gone. Like mm. I, just like I believe me, I looked for hours. <laughs> like I spent, I spent more time on this deep dive than I really originally planned. <laughs> um, but yeah, believe me, I tried Wayback Machine. So, um, I'm sure there was other stuff in those deleted accounts, but yeah, it just sounds like over the course of time, like various ways. in there, she liked to just interject little things about having been there, right? Right. So now let's shift, let's shift to her being a creepy McCreeperton. Oh, God. As if sti- stealing a diary isn't enough. I
1: was going to say, <laughs> this is a college girl obsessed with a uh, Fundy family in Arkansas.
0: But here's... Oh, I guess I'll get to that later. Okay, so then on June 19th, 2008, the Free Ginger 81 account posts... Uh, like puts up a post and it's titled the Duggars are in New York plus how to get autographs exclamation point. Fun read. <laughs> okay. Oh shit. I gotta get my you want to pause it for a second. I gotta get my phone ready. I
1: forgot that I was and we're back.
0: Okay. So fun read. She says I have autographs of the Duggars. How you may ask? Well Michelle wrote on the back of my photo she gave me Yes, I did get free gifts when I went, but I also bought gifts for them. I also got a thank you card from Michelle when I sent them a Christmas package. <laughs> Funny enough, I got a thank you because I told them that they never care that people send them stuff free. No thank yous. I guess they got the hint. Here we go. Here's where it gets good. Ready? <laughs> I can't even... Here's where it gets good. Another way I got their signature is by using signature confirmation when sending them packages and letters. <laughs> that way, someone has to sign it. I do it because I want to see, see if their writing is as neat as Michelle's. LOL. <laughs> I have two Jim Bobs. She acts like this is a fucking like Disney autograph book. Like or I like have a two collector.
1: A collector card. <laughs> I have card. two Plutos. I have t- <laughs> uh,
0: three Minnie Mouse.
1: Yeah, well, I got that Jim Bob rookie card. <laughs>
0: I have two chimbobs, one Jana, and my all time favorite, in all caps, Ginger.
1: She seems obsessed with Ginger.
0: I was so extra O's, excited that Ginger answered the door and signed for my package. LOL. Anyway, yeah, I think it is fun to see who answers the door and whatnot. I have no life. I mean, I am single and I live in a very small village. What else is there to do for fun? If anyone else wants to start collecting signatures, we can trade. LOL. I can't trade my gingers, though. (laughs) Well, no. (laughs) Fucking creepy, man. (laughs) So then, through some of the comments, like one person says, you are a psycho. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, oh, I know, and I all caps love it. Oof. Better being a psycho than a dugger is my slogan. Smiley face.
1: People dig in harder
0: (laughs) and then another person says i'm just stating the obvious i think it's weird that the morons on this board are all patting you on the back as you actually stalk people you may (laughs) as well be sniffing the undies in the duggars underwear drawers because it's already gone way past normal for you hasn't it i've seen you around fj 81 and i know a lot more than you think (laughs)
1: wow
0: (laughs) oh god so fucking weird right to like go through it and i i kind of I read that part exactly, but then how the title says they're in New York. She mm. literally talks about how she sent a package to where she thought they were like in New York and was hoping that Josh would sign it because then it would prove that Josh's wedding was going to be in New York, and she was bummed out because John David signed for it instead.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Like, it's just fucking wackadoodle shit. Yeah. Okay. So then also in June of 2008, from the Free Ginger 81 account, post, um, she posted something titled Tales from an ex-Duggar fan. Okay. Now, I can't see the original post because they deleted it, but I can kind of, you know, figure out a gist of things based off of people's comment replies, right? Mm -hmm. And it just sounds incredibly, like, attention-seeking. Go figure. Um, Lots of people saying things like, please don't go, stay, and tell us everything, and asking some other more specific questions as well. So, it definitely gives the whole, like, I'm taking my ball and going home, like, type five, <laughs> but, but you have one last chance to ask me questions before <laughs> I go because she's some sort of, like, Dugger expert who knows everything because she went to their house once.
1: Uh, of, yeah, because she
0: once. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's definitely the vibe of it, but I can't see any of the things that she actually posted. Correct. Well, then I think I figure out why all of the posts are deleted by Free Ginger. And that's because an account named Miss Brooklyn pops in and she says, and let me pull this up. Give me Okay. She says, um, and she's saying this in February 1st of 09. So it's sometime after. Okay. So there was June 08 when this was originally. So this Miss Brooklyn is popping in February of 09. Okay. Um, what this young lady does not say is that while she was in the Duggar home, she stole Ginger's diary and later tried to sell it on eBay. She Oof. claims a friend of hers tried to sell it, but does admit to stealing it. This might have something to do with the fact that they no longer speak to her. I'm in no way defending the Duggers about anything they do, but come on, stealing <laughs> a DJ- teenager's diary is just blech. Yep. And then after that, people's comments are, oh, yeah, that makes the snubbing more sense. So obviously in her original post, it was like ex Dugger fan because they're snubbing me or something, you know, right. something along those lines like, right. huh, huh, I'm done being a fan. <laughs>
1: I'll never shop at this store again.
0: Great. Okay. <laughs> pr- it's exactly Bye. what we wanted. <laughs> yeah. So then, on July 3rd, 2011, a totally different person brings up the subject. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to. I forgot one thing. After that, where they delete all that, that the free ginger account like pretty much goes quiet. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else really happening with them. Right. Now we're fast forwarding to July 3rd, 2011. Okay. And a completely different person brings up the subject of the Stolen Diary because of the. Jim, Bob, and Michelle had just released their second book one month prior in June of 2011. Okay. So their second book, they do address that this happened. And so up until this point, it had not been talked about by the Duggars themselves and the only way it had been revealed was through um it sounds like Mandy had admitted to it on her website and then she'd gotten rid of her website and then people had figured out that all these accounts were We're her and then Miss Brooklyn (laughs) outed her and then she was like oh shit and like leaves right okay so the only way people even knew about it before was from Mandy herself revealing it yeah so, someone comments that the thief had threads about her stay with them. And they linked to those, those threads on Free Ginger. Okay. So, Miss Brooklyn pops back into the thread. And she says that she suspects that the diary thief is still around, but probably just under another you know, like handle and lurking. Then suddenly, those posts that, that they had been linking to... Mm -hmm. are taken down too (laughs) so people had seen them earlier that day but then when people were going to it later they're like oh now it's all gone so confirmation that she is is lurking yes so this is years later and she's still watching and reading all this stuff
2: right
0: so then on july 4th 2011 so this is a day after the next day after Mm -hmm. this post exactly four years to the day that that girl went with them to their house So it's kind of poetic in a way, a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. Free Ginger 81 makes a comment on the thread.
1: Yo, back.
0: Here we go. I'm coming out of lurking just this once. Yes, the Duggars forgave me. Yes, I can't forgive myself. Yes, I am slash was emotionally disturbed. Yes, I was an idiot to do what I did. I was a major jerk. When I went to the house, I had no intention of stealing anything, in all caps. It happened like five minutes before I left. I don't know what came over me. This is why I needed counseling. I guess I wanted a part of them. The Duggers were very nice to me. I'm sorry I disobeyed their trust and hurt them. That cannot be forgiven. I would just like to live in peace of this and know, and I know I can't. I had a rough childhood and the Duggers seemed perfect. Part of me wanted to be like them. We talked for months before I went to their house. Miss Brooklyn, thanks. Because of you, I sought the help I needed. I'm also sorry to tell all of you for not giving answers to the many questions all these years. I hope you all can forgive me in your heart, but I completely understand if you can't. I guess everyone will know the whole truth to why. Will never know the whole truth to why, since I'm still trying to figure it out. I think I saw in the Duggars' kids a childhood that I never had. If I could have been one of them for a day, I would have. I know that is so weird to think. Mm -hmm. I agree that I lurked too long. Just please understand, I know I'm a jerk. I know I was stupid and made a huge mistake. Part of me is glad the story was put in the book. I do not agree 100% with the Duggars lately. When I met them, there was only TV specials and 16 kids. Mm. I think there were a lot of babies in four years. However, I think that maybe that is something the Duggars themselves have to think about. I also think Michelle and Jim Bob love their kids. I do wonder myself about the sign-up, about the sign-up sheet also, huh? I don't know what that means. So please let it rest or if you have to talk about it, just remember I'm getting counseling and I am sorry. If I had a time machine, I would take it back. Oh, why I was going to sell, on why I was going to sell it, I had no money and wanted to get rid of it. Horrible to think, that was stupid, I was stupid. Please try to understand, but I know it will be hard for some. I also don't go around stealing. This was the one and only time I had sticky fingers. I thought about leaving outside down by their house, mailing it right when I got home. I am not perfect. I claim not to be. I made a mistake. I am sorry. You all can send me, me- messages on here. No need to post on the board. I understand I was a jerk. Thank you for your time. Okay. So what's funny is from the posts I could see because I read everything on that was posted by that Free Ginger account. Mm-hmm they definitely like snarked but then it was like you know like it's like this weird, it's it's that weird obsession where she's like snarking but then was like i i do admit i wanted to kind of be that like you know yeah it, it, just, there's some stuff there there's some stuff going on yeah <laughs> so that last comment um is the last we ever heard from her on that mm-hmm. on at least on that account who knows what other accounts they have or created or still have who knows that is the last knowing thing thing that we know from that person so i i couldn't help myself (laughs) i I, I did find out exactly who this person is (laughs) okay um i won't get into that because you don't do that you know or like whatever but uh i did find their facebook (laughs) and i was scrolling And scrolling and scrolling. Because if anybody knows, like, on Facebook, when you're like, thank God she wasn't private. I was like, this is like the fucking lottery. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so, you know, I know everything that's going on in her life now and where she's at. And I was able to very much, very much confirm it was her Mm -hmm. through things that was posted and some of her putting two and two together with some stuff and whatever. So definitely her. And so I was like, okay, let me just scroll and just kind of see what's going on. And if anybody knows scrolling on Facebook, it's like tedious because you're trying to work through all the bullshit to work back years and years and years Mm -hmm. and you want to go fast. But if you get too fast, shit fucks up and it takes you out and you have to start all over again. Or if you hit it just wrong, you go to the side and start all over. That happened to me twice when I was trying to go fast. Mm -hmm. So I was scrolling all the way back as far as I could because I'm like, if I could see posts from around the time that she went there, I will fucking (laughs) die, right? So... I do have to say it is this is a sad person. Like mm-hmm. it is it's sad. Honestly, I'm like I, f- I feel bad for this person.
2: Yeah.
0: Um so I'm scrolling scrolling scrolling. So remember she was there July 4th, 2007.
2: Mhm.
0: Her fucking Facebook ends on September 6th, 2007. Yeah. <laughs> Missed it by 2 months. <laughs> Cuz I'm like I would love to see. Mhm what if she mentioned anything of it at all right um going into it but like there are posts on her feed in those days of like um jordan micaiah is born blah 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 or josie was born or josie is now two pounds four ounces so there's definite like keeping up with the family right and what's kind of funny though is reading their facebook presence versus free ginger presence Mm -hmm. the total behind a keyboard
2: anonymous change
0: yes so she was snarky and name cally you know like Mm kind of name called people and stuff like that like snarky on free ginger very catholic religious on her facebook Mm -hmm. and talks about church a lot and like all sorts of stuff Mm -hmm. and i think what's interesting is she wasn't a young girl Mm -hmm. So they call her a college student because she was in college. And I'm confirmed that via what was happening on her Facebook. Right. Okay. She was 26 years old when this happened. So she wasn't like, this isn't like some like 18 year old kid, like, you know, or like whatever. So she wasn't exactly young, but her, um, those early posts right before her Facebook like ends. So -hmm. which I'm like, did she delete those things from before? (laughs) Or is is that length of time? Yeah, I have no idea. But they were kind of sad. Like, um, let me. I have it. Oh, I I do have it in here. Hang on one second.
1: This one was in depth.
0: So on September 11th, 2007. I guess I'll go. I'll start from the other way. So the very last one that as far back as we can see was September 6th, 2007. mm -hmm. And it says bored. September 7th, looking for a date. September 11th still in all caps looking for a date mm. like and like it was a sad lonely person that you know
1: needed something to latch on to
0: yep and yeah. latched onto the Duggars for whatever reason and um, is very Catholic still, so it is very interesting that it's like because you'd think the Duggars probably think Catholic people are terrible. That's probably they're like <laughs> that's probably why they're like we can help her with the lock the the walk with the Lord because they're like get her away from Catholicism and they wanna you know they want to convert everybody Fundy right so save this poor girl from Catholicism mm-hmm. yeah so yeah so that is the story of the stolen diary
1: man so she was wearing like a werewolf outfit. And then you pulled the mask off, and it was mandy
0: <laughs> on, fabulous. Was like, she, on fabulous on fabulous eighty one
1: and she was like, "I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you, punk lady. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a punk kid, so yeah,
0: no." No, I think it's all Miss Brooklyn. Miss Brooklyn, if it weren't for you, Miss Brooklyn. <laughs> so I doubt Miss Brooklyn uh, listens. But if she does, we'd love to hear from you, Miss Brooklyn. Because <laughs> you were the, the one who outed her. Right. Oh, and one thing I didn't... I didn't actually write it down, but I can um, talk about it a little bit. So when she did, gave that whole like apology type thing like that i just read off
2: Mm -hmm.
0: somebody that i think must have been a mod on free ginger or something because on there it doesn't like it's not like reddit where it says mod next to it but i get the vibe he had to have been Mm -hmm. um so he was like so with this apology and you taking accountability i take it the the legal action you threatened free ginger with yesterday. uh, You don't stand by that anymore. And she was like, no, I'm sorry. Thank you. No, I didn't mean it. And they, and they were just like, good, because I want you to know you put this on a public forum. So you have no grounds. Like they were like going in on her and um, they were like, I hope you do get the help that you need because it is warranted. And like, (laughs) I mean, and then there's this other account that people say is her called digger. Mm hmm. And I found posts from that account in 2012, which would have been after this apology. But because I couldn't, I can't say for sure. It doesn't have the 81s mixed with it. Mm -hmm. And like, man, you know what I mean? Like, I can't say for a fact. People think it's her. But that account was getting really nasty. Like, and calling Mm. people like homophobic slurs. Mm. And like, people were like, get out of here. We don't like you. You don't like us. Go. Nobody likes you. Wow. (laughs) But again, don't know that that's her. But yeah, so this one was a lot to, because I had to read through years of boards just to see if I'd find (laughs) something that was worth it. And it's like, I couldn't just like skip, skip, skip. I had to like read through all of it. So, so that's the story. I know everything about her. Now, now I'm the creeper, creeper. (laughs) (laughs) McCreeper.
1: Look what you've done to me.
0: So this was a little bit lighter this week. Uh no the episode, breakdowns.
1: The episode was uh, a light. Was a very light one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's fascinating. Like you assume that once you start getting into a limelight, you're gonna open yourself up to kind of some more criticism, or yourself up to. I mean, these days, like we were talking about, kind of like being behind the shield of a keyboard, like yeah. you're gonna open yourselves up to like trolls and you know people that are just gonna try to mess with you just for the sake of messing with you and you know yeah so
0: i just i think the whole time in my head that i keep reminding myself i'm like this was before the show this was just yeah. like like when when we watch those specials i wouldn't have latched on to, i feel like you can it's easier for people at least i'm mm. just gonna say to like latch on to something when you're watching them every week correct on a quote-unquote reality show again with air quotes i can see how people feel a little bit more of like oh my gosh I feel like I know them but I'm like you watched these like really fast not in-depth discovery specials that were recycling the same shit and I'm like what I I, I'm just so interested that these were happening when this girl was like 20 to 25 you know and that she (laughs) just like locked in on it so hard yeah it's just it's interesting she wasn't young Mm mm-hmm anyways wild stuff um so yeah no tears for me this week you guys got a break from that um (laughs) nothing too heavy just a little bit of a mystery Mm -hmm. do you have anything
1: ginger is my favorite you think so just because there's so many times that whether it's on purpose or not on purpose she she like low key shuts lego hair down and it cracks me up every time yeah (laughs) like every time because whether she's doing it out of like actual kind of hidden disdain for her father or just out of her version of teenage angst i'll take it yeah all day watching her walk out of that little office to take her test when he was trying to like (laughs) come here let's uh let's pretend like we have a moment where i'm motivating you like watching her walk out was the greatest thing i've ever seen
0: just not having it she's just like up um yep she's just doing her thing
1: um yeah ginger's my favorite
0: got it mm-hmm i okay good to know
1: i was thinking about last week when they were at the museum and michelle was going on her crazy eyes diatribe about uh
0: <laughs> there is a, a creator there's a
1: creator and a plan <laughs> so like i feel like when it's convenient it's very easy for them to be like well god has a plan like everything happens for a reason okay so did the josh stuff was that part happen of the plan? for a reason was that yeah like, when he was getting sentenced and he got arrested, like, was that part of God's plan?
0: But now they'll flip it, Tim. He's yeah. supposed to be Paul. He's going to be like Paul in mm-hmm. prison. Yep. So, there's always a convenient answer. Mm-hmm. Always. Yep. So, they just didn't see at the time that that was God's plan. Correct. But now yeah. they know that this is, you know, like, there's just always something they can fucking yeah. say. There is no logical, there's no arguing that with them for the sake of a better term. Yeah. I don't know. Because... It'll always be either that's in the Bible or that's part of the plan or we just don't know the plan and we just got to pray to God and we just got, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's plausible deniability and that's one of my least favorite things on the planet. Yeah. Like I hate that so much of the idea that you can be an asshole and then if somebody either calls you out on it or visibly does not take that kind of behavior, you can be like, oh, I was just kidding. No, you weren't kidding. You were waiting for a response to we to see whether they would acknowledge it and agree with it or push back. and when there's pushback, you can be like, no, 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 I was just kidding,
0: but it's kind of like with the whole plan thing, why do we do anything if it's all up to plan? Why do you make any deci- like I don't know, like it's just yeah, why do you make any decisions why why do you do anything? Why did you write those letters to the judge if if part of God's plan was good like yeah, Correct. I don't know
1: I don't know when when I was religious. I still had thoughts like this, even though I felt like I was running my life to a, a faith. Um, but I always thought about like the driving thing. It's like, if you're so, if you're so sure that like 100% God is protecting you in control, every moment or in control. Yeah. Let go of your steering wheel and yeah. close your eyes. Yeah. And that was, that was something that I, I hated and not for the fact that it like cracked the armor of my faith, but I agreed with that question because I hated when people had that other mindset mm-hmm. of like, nope, everything's planned. You have no free will. You have no. You don't make choices. Everything is is laid out for you.
0: Well, see, well, that's what's funny is growing up in Mormonism, though. It's all about you have agency. God gave you agency. God gave you choices.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So that is kind of like the difference. I feel like I will say I do feel like growing up in Mormonism, there was not as it wasn't as deeply. Like, they didn't really focus so much on the plan. Like, they did say mm-hmm. it, it did come up, but like, I feel like I hear that from a lot more other yeah. religions. So it's like they were really focused on because of Adam, after Adam and Eve, we were given agency and we all have choices.
1: Yeah. Why is there certain parts of Mormonism that sound wackadoodle and then other parts where you're like, that actually sounds like semi logical? Like, even within the paradigms of you being a religious person. Even
0: a, what are they, what's the old saying? Even a broken clock is... (laughs) Is right
1: twice twice a day. Yeah. Because I was speaking to one of my friends that's Mormon, and we were talking, like, her views on stuff are very progressive for traditional Mormons that I've grown up with. And I grew up, like, a spitting distance away from... Yeah, like a Mormon the, church. Yeah. So, um I grew up with a lot of Mormons when I was going like elementary school, high school, and there was some of them were fine and they were just kids and then some of them were like hardcore pious like religious folk, you know what I mean? And so talking to this friend that I have like she's very much like what other people do doesn't affect my life, and I have a way of running mine. And you know, so and that's even the type
0: of Mormon I was not allowed to be—a
1: semi-worldly Mormon.
0: You were not allowed. Like it was my dad. It was like this is how it is, and that is it. Like, right,
1: <laughs> right, yeah. And I feel like I feel like she's a good example of being able to be in that faith, but then also have your own mindset. Like you're not just. A mindless drone of this overarching f- religious ideal. You know, but what that's I mean? where like I feel like person.
0: there is a more modern type of religious person these days. I feel mm-hmm. like, in the sense that there are some like the new, the new type of being able to be like what my dad would call picking and choosing. <laughs> because it's like denominational you, you found you find it all to, you know you, but you believe it all or you believe not like you're supposed to just believe it all Correct. instead of or like yeah or not giving a fuck what other people do like yeah. you know, it's like what
1: the fuck yeah. does
0: my belief have to do with you i don't give a shit
1: yeah like
0: i just truly at the end of the day i have no problems with anybody practicing anything they want to practice mm-hmm. don't push it on others and don't foster um dangerous things Mm -hmm. like this was you know protecting uh you know abusers and all Mm -hmm. kinds of that's the problem like but if you could just actually practice your faith and you're not um fostering and also like protecting like you know these bad things then Mm -hmm. go go on with your bad self but the second you are doing any of those things yeah that's when there's an issue
2: yeah
1: well like there's a one of my favorite comedians is bill burr and he was on like a on a morning news thing in like Cincinnati or wherever he was performing that night. And he made a joke about the Catholic church when like a lot of that stuff was coming out. And they were like, whoa, whoa, whoa!" I mean, don't you think a joke about the church is taking it a little bit too far? And he looks at both of them. He goes, don't you think what they did, what they did took it did too, far? too far? Yeah. Like you're, you're getting on me. Cause I made a joke and they, harbored sex criminals and then just moved them around and tried to hush the victims up? Like, yep. come on, man.
0: And I actually, find I find me a religion where there hasn't been something like that happening. Like, yeah. for real. But, um, yeah, I don't even know how we got on this topic. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but I do have to close with one thing. So we are nearing the end of season one in two different ways. There's one episode left of 17 Kids and Counting. Mm-hmm. So the end of their actual season First season yeah um because you know we're combining specials with this mm-hmm. whole thing for one season so we're gonna we're deciding that we're gonna call that the end of our podcast season one mm-hmm. so we've decided that for one week in between before we end up starting the next season of the show we're gonna do a like kind of recappy talk about the state so, of the podcast yes there you go mm-hmm. um kind of just talk about where we're at with things you know whatever um, we'll kind of see how that goes but then we figured we would also do a Q&A mm-hmm. so if you guys have so we have this week and the next week so we have two weeks before we'd end up recording it mm-hmm. um, if you guys want to go ahead and send us any questions you might have
2: mm-hmm.
0: so it could be about the show it could be about how we do the podcast I mean just anything you, you feel like asking about Mildred yes Mildred of course of course
1: you posted a video of me at work if you have any food-related questions, <laughs> I can answer those. So I'm an executive chef of a hotel.
0: Yes. So, yeah, <laughs> if you just have questions for us in general, if mm-hmm. it's how we do things, whatever. Just whatever you can think of. Um, I'm almost afraid to... I'm like, what if we get, like, two questions? And then I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Stephanie from uh, Humana Humana wants to know... Uh, like
1: <laughs> You're afraid of getting too many questions and not enough
0: questions. I'm afraid we won't get enough. And I'm, like, making them up. And I'm like, <laughs> she wants to know what it is that you guys do for the mail trip. You know. <laughs> um, so my idea is if you can, you can send them to DM if, like, you have no... If email is absolutely not an option for you, but... Email probably preferred only because I can put them into a folder. I can organize them more and it might be easier for me to like copy and paste them onto a page where I can use less paper to like print them out and stuff. Correct. (laughs) Um, thinking of the organization of it. So go ahead and email us any of your question at digging up the Duggars at Gmail. Then of course, if you need to send it via DM you can, digging up the Duggars pod on Instagram. The only thing about that is your messages get mixed in with like your story replies mm-hmm. and things get messy yeah.
2: pretty quickly.
0: So it's just more likely to get missed. Yeah. So if you could email it to us. And I was actually thinking, um, if you don't mind, if you if you don't want us to say your name, let us know. Yeah. But if you're if you're good with us saying your name, like, you know, give us a thumbs up on that. Mm-hmm. And if you're willing to say where you're listening from, I thought that would be cool. That'd be cool. Just to be able to be like, oh, my gosh, we got someone from here. You know, it's just kind of fun when you hear where other people are at.
1: We have had a couple new um, countries appear.
0: Yeah, um, what was
1: an impromptu uh, mini commercial for Anchor? <laughs> uh, the Anchor app has it where we can don't look at do our...
0: this. They're not going to give us money for this. <laughs> if We don't insert it as a segment.
1: Can't. Can't give the milk away for free. Jeez. Um, but there is a list that tells us where people are listening from. And we've added uh, Barbados, Singapore, Portugal, and Curaçao.
2: Oh, so very So we're getting some
1: Caribbean yes. flavor there. Some expats living down there that's a Duggar fan.
0: Funny. <laughs> it's everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you would just like to say where you're from, your name, if you'll let us. And then your like, question, it'd be a lot of fun. So we got two mm-hmm. weeks before we would record that. Right. So, yeah. We'll, we'll remind you again next week, too, just in case, you know, we only have like three questions or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so that's it for me. Anything from you?
1: No, I'm, I am the selfish piñata.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to be the unselfish piñata. <laughs> you can be the selfish one.
1: <laughs> the bags of candy inside of me do, do not have names on them. I want those kids to fight.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what makes me mad? I think I just get, do you remember when I got you that piñata ornament for Christmas? Yeah. I just got rid of it. Really? We should have kept it and we could have labeled it unselfish pinata and put it on our Christmas tree this year. Fuck, a missed opportunity. God damn it. Uh, I think I got rid of it because you told me you weren't that into it.
1: If you guys don't know, real quick before we sign Ugh, off.
0: Here we go. We're going on forever today, Whitney,
1: aren't we? Whitney is a Christmas aficionado and she loves a good theme. We I'm have a slut for a theme. How many uh, Christmas trees do we have in our house? We have five. We have five Christmas trees.
0: And I don't just mean a bunch of minis. Correct. There's a man cave one. Yep. That was the new with, one last year. With
1: appropriate ornaments. Yes. All boy-related ornaments that Whitney doesn't want to have out where that the is public not true. can see they them. They were
0: on our tree for fucking years. We've been married for, what, almost 11 years? Get out of here with that. I allowed them on our tree for years. Now Damn. I just don't have to allow them. I'm kidding. Damn. I, I I buy you all these ornaments. You heard what are you it. You heard about? it here first, folks. I buy you every fucking one of those ornaments. So last year he got a caveman, uh, cave, caveman. <laughs> a a caveman, caveman man tree, mm-hmm. a man with, cave tree.
1: With a Mario Star yes, topper. top And yes. I love it.
0: We have a dining room tree that is all food and like beverage related. Mm-hmm. then we have our main tree that has a lot of like our more personalized stuff mm-hmm. from our childhood things from like travels and our yeah. wedding stuff why am i talking about this um and then we have our my vintage tinsel tree because i'm obsessed with the 60s i'm um, and then we have <laughs> with milk, the
1: working color with wheel the
0: coloring wheel it spins and everything and it has and like it, the glittery the, base
1: the music box yeah, the music base as well somewhere. yep
0: Oh, God, I can't wait. And then um, Mildred has her own, like, four-foot pink tree <laughs> that has all cat ornaments on it.
1: Yeah, we have, like, a little can of, like, sardine yeah. ornament.
0: Ones yeah. that look like her.
2: cat. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> God, people are like, this is more than we asked for. Yeah, oh, yeah, I just love Christmas. Five fucking trees. So this year... Oh, and the tree that's in the dining room, why am I still talking about this? The tree in the <laughs> dining room is actually our year-round tree in the f- in the rumpus room, Yeah, and I decorate it for the various holidays, but then when it comes to Christmas, it moves into the dining room, and the bigger tree comes Correct. out for Christmas, and it becomes the dining room tree.
1: I think we're just from Arizona, and we're so tired of it being the summer that we are dreaming of December.
0: Oh, God. I, I, I'll even fucking just take Halloween. Good God. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to get me out of this.
2: Uh,
1: all right, send us those right, questions. Right, sorry, guys. Uh, if if you're on Apple, uh we would love for you guys to rate us, leave a leave a review. If you like what you're listening to, it helps us out. Um, you know, kind of work that algorithm. So uh when Whitney posts those really amazing visuals from the episodes, uh, we'd love for you guys to like and comment on there. It is awesome talking to you guys and being able to kind of just talk shit about the funny things that Winnie posts. So, um, yeah. Thank and- you
0: for listening to My Five Trees.
1: <laughs> That'll be the name of the episode. My, <laughs> my five, five Trees. trees. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a good week.